Aloha, everyone. I'm your host, Christina Laney Mitri, and welcome to Smart Living Hawaii's podcast, where we discuss smart homes and technology, sustainability, healthy lifestyles, and smart business. Today, we will continue our Sustainable Leaders series and have a talk story with Sandy Armadas, right? Is that right? A national speaker on the topic of green and energy efficient house evaluations. We will cover actual values of different green features. One we, um, you know, ones that we put in our homes, and then also learn about the appraisal process and how much you can save on utility bills or whatnot. Um, aloha, Sandy. Aloha. Thank you so much for taking the time to um, join us. Um, we are here at the NAR National Association of Realtors Conference in San Francisco. And I met her online because I was looking at all the guest speakers and I was like, I need to talk to her. She's an appraiser who knows everything <laughs> about green homes. So um, I'm going to read a quick bio. In addition to her 30 plus years in real estate appraising, she has served on it as an active SRA member of the Appraisal Institute since 1985. She is an approved instructor and has served on national and local educational committees. Currently, she is an instructor for residential seminars and courses through the Appraisal Institute. She is a past president of West Coast Florida chapter of the Appraisal Institute and published author in the Appraisal Journal. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thanks for asking me. Yeah. So um, I guess we're just going to dive right in. Um, I always like to start off with uh, background. Maybe you can share that with us. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, I run out of business college. I one of my first jobs was with a builder. So uh, we were building, developing subdivisions and building um, production homes. And that's where I fell in love with blueprints and running cost numbers and dealing with buyers in the market. So from there, um, they uh, told me they thought maybe I should go out and get my sales license and become a salesperson for them. So they sent me to school, and that's where I met the instructor who happened to end up being my husband later, who was an appraiser, an MAI. And so that's how we met. And eventually he said, uh, well, if we're going to get married, we have to learn to work together, so you need to come to work for me. <laughs> so I went to work for him and managed his appraisal office. And within a year I said, um, I don't want to be a manager anymore. I want to be an appraiser. So that's kind of got me started into that. And way back then in the 80s, my husband was uh, had been a builder also. He's built about 2,000 homes. Wow. And so he was going around the state. Energy was very high. It was, a, was big Is on the list. Is all of this in Florida? No, this was in Indiana. Indiana. Florida, yeah. And so he was going around the state giving seminars on how to make your homes more energy efficient. Back in the 80s? Back in the 80s. How, what sprung him to do that? Well, there was a big push because energy bills were going up, gasoline was increasing, and so we were becoming more aware of rising energy costs. Hmm. So the thing was, well, let's make our homes more energy efficient. Let's put in double-pane windows and more caulking and stripping and that kind of thing. So uh, he was doing seminars on that. It's kind of interesting And almost 20 years later, I became the national speaker on energy-efficient homes and, and green features. Uh, someone came up to him once and said, who had known us for, for all those years, did you ever imagine back in the 80s your wife would be the national speaker uh, presenting on green homes? And he said, I had no clue. But he's very proud of me. I call him the hurricane under my wings. Oh, 
So um, you have two daughters. I do have two daughters, and I have uh, five grandchildren and three great grandchildren. Do they live near you? No, they're all over the place. Um, so how do Indiana, they? Some are still in Indiana, and then uh, we have I have step grandchildren and great grandchildren, and they're in Alabama, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Florida. Wow! So they're all well, with your them. travels, I'm sure you get to stop off and see people. <laughs> yes, next week I get to see a granddaughter and a, and a little. Great granddaughter. Oh, us and she has she is a great she does not look like a great grandmother, let me just tell you. <laughs> um, well, moving in to the green world and um I see now your passion and your education. How did you what what got you into actual speaking and everything? Like because yeah. you were an appraiser, that's like I don't know. The appraisers I know are not people that go out and speak no. <laughs> in front of people. Yeah, if you the people that don't have the personality to be an accountant become appraisers is what I used. That's the joke I used yeah, to hear. So no, definitely two different worlds. <laughs> right, right. Well, my husband always taught me find something no one else is doing, learn as much as you can about it, and become the authority. So when the first green home was built in our community, I had no clue. What and a where green was home. that? Is that in Indiana and, at the time? No, in or Florida. In Florida. Yeah, I've opened my own business in Florida 26 years ago. Okay. So I did a lot of new construction. So I had a, a lender ask me to go out and look at a house to do the final inspection on it. It just gotten a CEO. So I wasn't the appraiser on it, but the lender always had me do final inspections. When we got when I got out to the house, I'm sitting in the driveway. It's 98 degrees. It's in the summer in Florida. And I'm looking at somebody else's appraisal before I knock on the front door. And out the door comes this lady, and she knocks on my window. I've got the air conditioning going in my car. And she said, uh, you do know this is a green home, don't you? And I look at the appraisal, look up at the house, and I said, lady, I have no clue what you're talking about because the house is not green. And what year was this? This was in uh, 2008. Okay. And she said, well, I knew you didn't know what you were doing when you appraised it. I said, hold on, I didn't appraise it. I'm just here to do the final inspection. And I said, uh, I know a lot about co-built homes. I've worked for a builder. She said, well, I built this home, and it's my home. And I said, well, I'll stay here all day if you'll teach me what you mean about a green home. So we went through the house, and that's where I had my first experience with what a HERS rating is or a green certification. She gave me a great tour the home, talk to me about what's behind the walls. And then I went home and started doing my own research, went to USGBC, started taking online classes. And I thought, this is cool. And this makes sense. With what I saw in the 80s and the 70s, it makes sense. So uh, I went out and, uh, you know, started writing little articles and stuff on it. So then I went to the Appraisal Institute and said, we need to write some courses on this. So they had their first seminar already written. So I wrote a couple courses on it. And just kept doing more and more. Well, there are very few people that did anything like that. Very few appraisers that knew about it. So more and more I was being invited around the country to speak on the topic. And that's kind of how I got started in it. So Well, I'm glad that this happened back then. Because here in Hawaii, we don't... This is very uncommon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and But it's rapidly picking up speed. And we're going to need... A lot of this really soon so I just I just see yeah. it you know we're gonna need a whole bunch of you guys over here yes. telling us how to do this yes. and I've been to Hawaii teaching the solar course so okay. I know you have a lot of solar there so yeah so they're starting to get the handle of solar um, 
We have a couple things in MLS right now that signify we had PV solar, you know, and we had hot water heaters Mm -hmm. um, that are solar. Thermal. Um, Mm -hmm. But we do not, um, they just recently put in, because we've been having this issue with the lease and the, you know, own solar. So Mm -hmm. that is the only thing that made it into this year's MLS system where... um, I'm really pushing for, because I, I was like, oh, I just took the green designation and from NER, and they're like, here's a whole kit on how to make your MLS green. And I hand it over to HBR, and they're like, oh, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll hopefully, you know, get that going. But at the same time, you know, the building has to catch up. Right. Yeah, and stuff. Right. so that's why we're starting this now, and I want to reach out to as many of um, you people in all these different, you know, arenas of green building, um, and hear the hurdles and the things that you guys are accomplishing and, and going along mm-hmm. the path, so we can learn from experiences that you guys make versus <laughs> um, mistakes that we make. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, let's see. I wanted to move into. Maybe we can talk about, because I think we have a wide range of listeners. Some of them are homeowners looking Mm -hmm. at, well, what's the benefit of doing this? Um, Is it going to be a cost benefit if we sell later? Mm -hmm. Or if we're going to buy something like this, how much is it worth? I think that will be very helpful, um, not only from an owner's perspective, but also for, we're talking, you know, lenders that might be moving Mm -hmm. into this industry or having to deal with homes like this and then also appraisers like yourself in Hawaii um, you know home inspectors things Mm -hmm. of that sort so maybe let's talk about some green add-ons or features um, that have the greatest values that you've noticed um, and how you evaluate them yeah valuing them is uh, is location specific and in some markets, things are worth more than other markets. But one of the big things when you first start to have a community that starts with the green program, um, people will look, they'll do the low-lying fruit first. In other words, let's make our, the current home we have more energy efficient. You can do that through weather stripping, uh, you know, caulking your windows and, and things like that. One of the best things that they can do is get an energy auditor to come in. And an energy auditor, sometimes the utility companies offer that. So they'll, they'll send somebody into your home, and basically they're going to look at your home and say, these are the things we can do that's what we call low-lying fruit that will lower your utility costs. Now, I assume in Hawaii most of your energy is through electricity. Yes. Yes. So same with Florida. So uh, they'll try to lower what we call the plug load or the kilowatt hours that you to use. The grid, yeah. yeah. And that's really the smartest thing to do first before you throw on solar because you can get a smaller system that will cover the, your usage if you do the low-lying fruit first. Uh, energy-efficient light bulbs, uh, energy-efficient light fixtures. When I bought my the condo I live in now, it's a 2,500-square-foot condo. First thing I did is I went in and took out all those old 1989 light fixtures and put an Energy Star light fixtures in and CFLs or the um, LEDs. And that lowered the electrical bill $20 a a month, right, Mm -hmm. just right away. And then the second thing I did is I put a timer on the water heater. The water heater is electric and not solar. So I put a timer on that. It cost me $125 to pay back with six months. You don't need to heat water 24-7. So there's little things like that that you can do that the payback is quick. Now, when you go to resell, 
Will the light fixtures bring a lot more money or will the timer on the water heater? Probably not. But you, when you show that electric bill and your electric bill is much lower, it's a great selling mm-hmm. tool to use and selling your home and making it sell for the best price. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things uh, that you'd want to do is your uh, air conditioning. If you have to replace that, make sure you get a higher air conditioning unit, um, something that has good uh, filtration in it and a high sear air conditioner. Yeah, and Hawaii split systems are usually the most common nowadays. So we yeah. just don't have the duct space, you know, right. up above. And the window AC is just, man, they eat that power. The, the windows do. The, the a many lot of people don't sp- know that, but they do. Yeah. That eats it. The split units are very energy efficient, and the ones they have today are great. Even in some new homes that I've seen in the Fort Myers area, they're putting many split units in instead of ducting. Because remember, when you put a duct system in the attic, that's unconditioned space, so you might have leaks in it, and you're air conditioning your your attic. Which is usually extra hot. Right. <laughs> so the mini split units are great. Mm-hmm. You know, people, And quite often appraisers will email me, and they'll say, they put some wall air conditioner in. I go, what? now wait a minute, was it a wall air conditioner? Is was there it a mini split outside? unit? <laughs> yeah. So you have to, you know, educate them a little bit. Hawaii is a little, I mean, yeah, appraisers know splits, but... I do, yeah. I mean, buildings now, um, they'll, depending on the situation, on how they build, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of systems, if they have a lanai, they actually do a split system. Yes. Yeah. We have a split system on our lanai, yeah. so works out really well. Yeah. And we put new windows in, but the windows, most salespeople that sell windows should sell real estate because they can sell you a window in a heartbeat. Well, you know, I had this guy come in. Because I had a client that wasn't actually, um, they weren't here. So then I was like, okay, let me get a quote for you for the windows. And I had this one guy come in and he did his whole spiel on like these really cool windows. And I'm like, wow, that's, I had no idea. He has these lights and everything for the heat temperatures. And I'm just like, wow, I feel like it's a Superman like window. (laughs) I didn't know anything about them. But then I was like, whoa, that's really pricey. Yeah. Um, what do you? What is your take on windows? On the windows, if if it's an existing home, uh, windows are the very last thing you'll want to replace because you're going to spend a lot of money, and when you go to sell it, you're going to get very little return on that money. Now, yeah, better windows do um, help with the utility cost of a of a of a home. It makes it more comfortable, but uh, it's not worth the bang for the buck. Mm-hmm. So most energy auditors, that will be on that low list. The very last thing you'll want to do is, is replace windows. Unless your windows are cracked or broken or just really, really bad, mm-hmm. then I would say put those last on your list. And your furnace or air conditioner, you, you don't need furnaces in Hawaii, <laughs> and we don't need them in Florida, but some people need, need them. Yeah. Your air, air conditioning is one of your last things you'll replace, too, because it's, it's a large you know, uh, investment yeah. to, to replace those. But let the, an energy auditor come out and take a look at it. I always say, don't let Billy Bob um, do all the work on your home. Get somebody who knows what they're doing, and they'll they'll give you the, the right uh, things to do that will lower the utility costs on the, on the home. Then when you sell it, advertise that cost. You know, show the utility bills. Do you have um, any recommendations on some good, maybe brand names for ACs or even fans and things like that? On the ceiling fans, always look for the Energy Star certified 
the ceiling fans, that's what, what we did, and your appliances as well. Uh, would it be washer, dryer, dishwasher, your appliances. Make sure they're Energy Star certified because they're going to use less energy. And does that help you guys as appraisers? About yeah, because it's something when you do surveys, when NARA does the surveys, the last four years in National Association of Home Builders, Energy Star appliances are always in the top ten. Okay. There are things people are looking for. And by the way, they want Energy Star stainless steel appliances mm-hmm. for the kitchen. You know, right. that's just uh-huh. a pl- now something that they're looking for. So um, uh, uh, I would say uh, on the light fixtures, as long as they're Energy Star, you've got the CFLs or LEDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then are there any new things that you've seen coming up? that are maybe trending oh my gosh the other day i went into yeah yeah a home that was they call it net zero energy plus now what that means is every day it produces more than it uses really these homes are like so this is a home or this is an actual like for an actual product it's a home oh okay so net zero zero energy plus means they built it very energy efficient the structure itself is about a has one foot walls Double pane windows. One foot wall. Yes. And it's totally a smart home. We're seeing more smart features added into homes where you can, from your uh, like iPhone, you can turn your lights on and off, your air conditioning up and down, and things like that. Uh, I have a few of those plugs in my home. So it's kind of interesting to, to see that. But in this home, incorporated, like all the ceilings have these little LEDs around the perimeters of the room. And you can say, turn the lights pink. Mm. And they'll turn the lights in all the rooms pink. They even have talking toilets today. Now, what do you need? Why you need a talking toilet? I have no idea. But this home had a talking toilet in it. Well, in Hawaii, which I realize, um, there's so Japan has the totos, and they'll heat up the seats and because yes. it's in Japan. But since we are so close to Japan, they're used to having these washlet toilets. Right. Um, but we don't need the seat to be heated. Yeah. What do you say <laughs> like to that's the seat? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, and it was so it was a totally smart home. And on the top, they built a terrace on the top, so you could go up to the top and have living space up there where you sit out, and you could see the water and you know in the Gulf of Mexico from there. It was, it was really a cool uh, prototype that this builder put together. And this was a, more on the luxury end. Yeah, of a, luxury of a end, and they were small, six hundred and fifty to seven twenty-five square feet. But they had all of these smart all features. these features. But yes. was this was this like a like a new development? Yes, a new development, and you had a power wall battery on the outside of the building that stored energy you weren't using, and if. By Who were chance, they using? Were they using Tesla's power? They were. Uh, they weren't Tesla one? roofs. They were Tesla's power wall. Wall. So, um, and they had a community battery. So and so this, if your battery filled up, it the rest of it would run to the community battery. So if somebody else in the community is using more than they're producing, they can pull from the community battery. So it's re- it's really a new concept. Yeah. So, uh, kind of interesting to see that. I don't know how well it's going to take off, but we definitely have some in the works um, businesses in Hawaii working on um, alternative s- storage space yes. that's uh, smart as well mm-hmm. that integrates um, where you can control. Like I actually did one a podcast with him on their prototype, but it actually controls like you're able to control it from your phone, right? And it connects to like all of the Alexas and all that stuff, right. but then you can then change, you know, you can figure out like, yeah, if you want that 
power to if somebody else is hooked up to it like a multifamily right. then you can have them access the power like if you're gone for a week and mm-hmm. you're not using it and it just disappear you know going past to the grid right know, they can they keep use, it yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot coming down the pipe there, it's is, really neat. there is and since you're in florida you guys how how much of if your you know how much solar is being used you said in one one of your sessions like how much goes to the grid only two cents is that right two cents is all they pay you if you send it to the grid they'll give you two cents for every kilowatt hour so how is um how are the rules because i was talking to i did a podcast yesterday um, for california side but i was curious Mm -hmm. to hear because florida is another big solar Uh um what is what is how has it been how long have you guys been doing solar how many has solar yeah. How is the market there? You know, surprisingly, we're the sunshine state, but we don't have as many solar <laughs> installs as most people would think. They're growing. In my whole county, there's about 190,000 population. We have 1,000 homes with solar. Oh. So now, five years ago, we only had 36. So it is moving up. And Florida Power and Lights has done some solar farms, and so has Duke Energy. They serve most of Florida. Uh, so we're starting to see more of it as the prices come down. But you got to remember, our kilowatt hour cost is only ten cents. Oh, okay. So ours it's is not very as expensive. yeah. Yours is like thirty-five uh, yeah. to thirty-eight, as I remember. Um, so the higher the kilowatt hour cost, the more benefits you get from solar. Mm-hmm. But most people, what what we do in Florida is build our homes more energy efficient with the. You know, the appliances are high performance and Energy Star lighting and that kind of thing. That's the smart thing to do. And then you can put a smaller system on. Okay. And um, I guess that's good for the, the cool features for the green. If you were, besides like the, the things that you're mentioning to do off the bat, as an appraiser, what, what are these... these um, how are things being appraised, like for the values? Yeah, I don't know if you have energy ratings in Hawaii you know I don't we're not quite there yet and I don't even know who does ratings like the hers and like I want to say there might be a few that I've heard of Um, I don't even know if they're on Oahu but um, they yeah I don't know anybody which I want to learn because um, I would say more on the commercial side it's be it's more of an aggressive market and people are you know we've got architects we've got energy you know, engineers probably yeah, yeah and that are doing things that are on a bigger scale but when it comes to residential and single-family homes this is just starting um, to become relevant because the new homes are now starting to have to build to 2015 code so I've been you know meeting with all these different um, like the building code person from Hawaii like mm-hmm. I just did a podcast with him before he came here and he just met with um, I guess nationally this past mm-hmm. like month um, on 400 changes for the next energy code because they come every three years every so 2021's one that comes out half they have to go over 400 different proposals right yeah it's like crazy and they are in for an entire week going through this. So it's just, uh, yeah. yeah. I spoke at one of the Energy Code conferences where they bring everybody together and talk about a lot of these things. So what I would really suggest is in Hawaii, uh, maybe the realtors could be the movement that makes it happen, is uh, look into getting home energy scores, a HES score. You have HER score and you have HES score. Home energy scores through the Department of Energy. 
and you can go to their website and check to see if you have any, the uh, they call them energy assessors, and they would come out and take a look at your home. Their DOE wants to promote agents, as soon as they list a home, get it with an energy score, the HES score. And what that score will do is it will tell you on a scale of 1 to 10 where your your home falls in competition to other similar homes in your market. For so ins- it's based off of your market, based off not of off of like what you actually have. I mean, like in comparison. It would compare what you actually have in your house compared to what other homes that are built the same size, same year built, what they have. So, in your market. Yeah, okay. in your market. So one, if you got a one, that would say you use the most energy compared to other you have similar a homes. Much larger carbon footprint. Right. So one to ten, <laughs> ten means your house uses the least amount of energy. Ten is where you want to be. But if you're an agent and you get one that has a one, some agents goes, well, I wouldn't even give that in my yes. Show the report and it tells you in the report here's what you need to do to get yours from a one to ten. Here's what it will cost you, and here's what it will save you in utility bills. And how much does that cost to do? Um, or I guess I'd hate to do. say because I don't know how many uh, assessors you have. It's, okay, well that's let's see in a in a in a town that does this regularly. What's the we're looking at one hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars? Depends on if it's if you partner if you have a home inspector. It's also a has score. Then when he does a ho- he does a home inspection, he he'll do that as a part of the home inspection. So huh, that okay. way you would get it at a cheaper price. Okay. So that w- those would be for existing homes. Now for new construction, I would strongly recommend your builders if they want their appraisers to give energy efficient Radiant value, solar. they need to get an energy uh, rating like a HERS rating. That HERS rating will give a savings amount built on the way- based on the way the home is built. So let's say you have a HERS rating of 45, and it's going to tell you that because of the way it's built, you're going to be saving $1,500 a year. If we can quantify the amount you save, you can then apply an adjustment for it. You can use a present value calculation. Uh, You can compare HERS scores. I've got 10 builders that are all getting HERS scores. Let's see if the 45 HERS gets a better price than a 65 HERS, because with HERS, the lower the number, the better. Zero means something. Zero means it produces as much energy as it uses. Mm-hmm. So that her score is, becomes very important. So that's something that's probably fairly could new. Could you, in, in this, could you explain the his and the hers? Yes. Yeah. His, I remind, remember it this way. Whose closet is usually the largest, his or hers? <laughs> hers. Yeah. Hers is usually the largest, so it has the largest scale. The typical home built to 2006 IECC code would be 100. So the lower the number, the more energy efficient the home would be. So let's say you have a house built at 2006. It has a HERS score of 100. Now the builder, another builder has built a home and has a HERS score of 45. That means your home is 55% more energy efficient than that 2006 home. So it gives you a, a very good understanding of What's behind the walls that's making this home more energy now does efficient? That, does that have a breakdown? Like you can look and why that score is what it is, or do they just have a number? Like it's, does it break it down and say, we came to this evaluation because... Yeah, you'll get a report. Okay. It's like a 30-page report, okay. and it'll tell you it'll tell you the R, R value of the insulation, and it'll tell the U value of the windows, the cubic feet of the space inside the home. 
square footage of the home. It'll tell you how much energy your appliances are using based on the type of appliances, your mechanicals. Uh, so it gives you a very good overall of the way the home is built. And now her score is going to cost more. You're looking at somewhere either side of $800. But they're very, much more thorough and they're more accurate because they're going to use a blower door. You ever heard of a blower door? That's the airtight homes, right? I mean, to see how yeah, airtight. Yeah, it, it figures out how tight that envelope is, how many leaks are in the envelope. And if you built a green home today, you'd want an envelope that was really, really tight. And we were always taught that the building needs to breathe, so you don't want a tight home. Well, buildings don't breathe, but people do. So you've got to have a building in uh, air exchange. Once you get that envelope real tight, usually like a one air change per hour, that means all the air inside changes once every hour. Well, think about some of the older homes have 12 air changes per hour. So every 12 times in an hour, they're having to recool or reheat that air. It's probably so it's my parents' house. Yeah. They have... They have 64 panels, like four systems. Yeah. I just think it's a very leaky house. It's single wall construction. <laughs> right. So then you put air exchange in. So that's what makes it a healthier home because your indoor air quality is better. With the air exchange, it brings in cool. It cools it, filters it for dust and particles and things. So it makes a better indoor air quality, come more comfortable and healthier environment. Mm-hmm. So in Florida, would you say that most everybody... If they have like the AC system, that's what's running. They don't have the door windows open, or yeah, we use air conditioning about twelve months out of the year. Yeah, so in in Hawaii, depending on what neighborhood you're in, I mean, some people are able to just do away with, mm-hmm. you know, if you have good cross breeze, then they don't necessarily use AC unless it's the hot summer months. Right. But there's a lot of areas where it's just like mm, you probably just want to run the AC. All yeah. The time. Yes. So, um, okay. Maybe we can jump into, let's see here, um, lending, because I know we are talking about appraisers, and for some of the people that don't know, um, we need to get an appraisal because we're getting a loan. So maybe we can talk about some loan options um, that we may not know about in Hawaii, but they are available, Mm -hmm. and we have to now find lenders that provide these product services, yeah. Correct. There are several energy-efficient mortgages out there and green green mortgages, and VA has a special deal now where if a person is a VA a veteran, they go for a VA loan, they can go $6,000 over whatever the price that they're, of the house they're buying is uh, to make energy improvements. It can be for solar or windows or air conditioning or lighting, whatever you want to put in the building, uh, with no appraisal for that additional $6,000. Wow. So that's a new program. I'm going to talk to our VA lenders about that. Definitely. Tell them to go on the VA website and they can learn about it. I think it's called, um, uh, Energy Plus or something like that. You'll, you'll see it on the website. Okay. It's, it's been out maybe six months, but not very many lenders are, are I'm offering gonna, that. Well, I, I have some that specifically do VA loans, so yeah. I'll definitely have them check right. that out. And one of the thing, problems I have with lenders is when you, you have a very energy-efficient home or home with solar and you go to them uh, with your borrower who's buying a new home, they just put you in a straight conventional mortgage. They don't even talk to you about the other options. So your lender should be a professional in their area, able to ask you enough questions to find out which loan product works best for you. 
There, Fannie Mae has uh, energy efficient mortgages, and Freddie Mac has some. And Freddie Mac's, I think, is the leader in all this. Really, they're coming up with some really new products. They're very forward thinking. They have something called the Green Choice Mortgage, so it's something you'll want to look into. And I will send you a flyer on that as well, okay. some fact sheets, so you'll have that. But they allow a higher debt-to-income ratio. Not a lot, but a little bit. So okay. you might be able to add those extra energy features to this home you're buying, buying that home that's more energy efficient because you can go a higher debt-to-income ratio. Uh, some may offer slightly smaller um, interest rates. Some may offer discounts on the closing cost. So take a look, ask your lender to look into those and offer a smorgasbord of them. Okay. What about, uh, could you explain homestay? Is it homestay energy? Homestyle. Homestyle. Homestyle, homestyle is a mortgage product that Fannie Mae has out there for uh, energy improvements on a home. It can be an existing home or a new construction. And the homestyle mortgage was actually implemented to help people that got involved in PACE loans. PACE is Property Assessed Clean Energy, where people borrow the money through um, and it's paid back through the taxes. So it trumps or it takes subordinate position over the mortgage. So Fannie and Freddie won't do a loan if you have a PACE loan. Well, now this home energy, home style mortgage will help you pay off that PACE loan so that you don't have to worry about a new borrower that can't get a, a Fannie Mae loan or Freddie Mac loan. So... Could you maybe back up P- pace loan? Mm-hmm. Is that something that you would get separate from your mortgage? Yes. Like, and if you're gonna be like, I don't know, just do what people would do when they got solar, or they got solar or windows, or they could get new, uh, air conditioning, anything that's uh, that's energy upgrade for a pace loan. Property says clean energy. So not every state offers it. You can go to DesireUSA.org and it's D S I R E USA.org. You can go to that website, click on Hawaii, and it'll tell you if PACE is available in your area. It will also tell you all the rebates and incentives that are available for homeowners. That's a great asset for homeowners, for uh, listing agents. If you get into a house and it really needs to have a new uh, air conditioning system or new lights, go to the DesireUSA.org and see if there are any rebates that you can help them get to make those improvements to make their home sell better. Okay. And then... um... When you have that loan, just so everybody understands, and that sits like on your property, you're saying it's a lien on your It's property. a lien on the real estate. It's not on you personally, so it flows with the real estate, and it's paid back through your taxes. So it'll be under non-ad valorem on the tax bill. Okay. And then when it comes time to sell your home and you still have that, mm-hmm. that situation, you, you haven't paid it off, um, then what? You can pay it off. The seller can pay it off at closing, which is the best thing to do. If the borrower assumes it, the borrower cannot get a Fannie Mae Freddie Mac loan. Okay. Okay. So it's best to just pay it off when you right. close. Okay. Right. All right. I don't know anything about these, but this is really good information for all of our listeners as well. So we can learn together. A um, couple things too. Green certifications. Okay. Green certifications. What are, um, what are the different, what are the different certifications that you kind of look at that mean something? I guess okay. you know, like I think green building certifications, Energy Star certifications. Yes, there's a variety of certifications out there, and if a home has a green certification through National Green Building Standard, that's called NGBS. 
uh, Earthcraft, um, uh, Energy Star, uh, any of the, the national certifications, that tells you that a third party, not the builder, but somebody who is, is trained in looking at the home to make sure it's, it fits the green category, gives you a certificate, and that certificate tells you that that home has met certain standards. Uh, a builder can tell you they built a home green, but you're just taking his word for it. Mm-hmm. Where if you actually get it certified, it should have some value in the market. So if you're a listing agent, you'll want to take that green certification, make it into a JPEG, put it into your photo gallery so that buyers looking at homes, they'll always look at pictures first. So let them see that certification that this is something special. It has a home performance with Energy Star, it has NGBS or Pearl or any of the others. Mm-hmm. So that's telling them, hey, this must be a special home. Okay. And let's see. I think I had within the appraisers, there's the Sustainable Building Registry for appraisers? Yes. So Valuation of Sustainable Buildings. So uh, that is what for your industry? For our industries, through the Appraisal Institute, what that means is the appraisers that show their name show up on the Green Registry, which is on the Appraisal Institute website, they have taken 14 hours and two exams in green building. So you get the principles of building, what it means, what to look for, and then you also do a case studies. So you actually look at an appraisal of a green home, and we work together on how would we develop value for these different features. Uh, then you take two exams, and you have to pass the exams. And then you have to take a two-day solar class. So it's actually 28 hours. You can do it online or you can do it in a classroom. And this is something you teach? No. It's something I teach. I wrote two of the three and updated the third one. And I wrote the first book called Residential Green Valuation Tools. So that that book is, textbook is also used for the case studies. Okay. And this is nationally? This is national. All Mm -hmm. appraisers. So in Hawaii... Um, if there's an appraiser listening to this podcast now and they're interested, um, it's something they can go on to the Institute themselves and learn right. more about because we definitely would need, <laughs> I think that's the next step is to have, you know, the realtors, the appraisers, the lenders, home inspectors really learn about this mm-hmm. if this is how we're starting to build. So, right. um, I think that's the most important, um, but other than that, I don't want to take up any more of your time because I know you got to run to and speak at another <laughs> one in just a few minutes. So thank you so much for being here and taking the time out of this busy schedule of yours. Oh, you're very welcome. And if you want more info, go to my website. And under resources, there's a lot of free downloads. There's an article on market reaction, how to value it. And there's an article on solar field guide there. So, adamatusappraisalservice.com. Could you spell that out? Sure. A, D as in Delta, O, M, A, T as in Tango, I, S, appraisalservice.com. Adamatus. And we will have that as well on the podcast information. Okay. Um, And so, I guess that's it for today. I'm going to wrap things up. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast at www.smart.com livinghi.com. Also follow us on Instagram at at smart underscore living underscore Hawaii and like us on Facebook. Mahalo. Until next time, live smart. Thank you. Thank you.